Hey, Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. We need good vibes to start off our Friday. So perfect transition this morning. Patchy fog between 9 and 11, otherwise partly sunny with a high near 30 and breezy as well. So a few things I want to mention. This is making me very, very sad. I, I want to help this out for sure. The Duluth Salvation Army is asking for toy donations. I saw this on WDIO. And the director of development at the Duluth Salvation Army says that they try to get 80 people an hour through their distribution line with toys and food. And they max out at about three toys per child. But they're not even getting enough for one child for the first three hours. They say they're all panicked right now. They're accepting more than just toys, too. Headphones, blankets, other donations. Um, And they say you might be buying less toys for your family. But these are families that have absolutely nothing. Um, and so they also say if you're shopping for presents this holiday season, you could buy a toy for your child or a toy for a ch- your child and then a child in the community. Um, and you can just bring them to the office. So every little bit helps. I know inflation is high. They stated that in the article as well. You know, a lot of people, times are very tough. Um, but if you do have the opportunity and the means to do so, that's a great way to give back this holiday season. Another thing I want to mention, because I think this is pretty cool, also courtesy of WDIO, the Deck the Halls event is coming up at the Lincoln Elementary in Hibbing. And this is really fun. They cover every inch of the hallways and lockers with all things holidays. Businesses helped out this year. So it's open to the public Wednesday, December 14th. That's next Wednesday. Senior hour from 3 to 4. And then open to everyone from 4 to 7. There's carolers, a petting zoo, surprise guests, concessions, and... Um, it's a fundraiser for the PTO, too. So very fun. I'm really in the Christmas spirit this year, which is surprising because I love Halloween so much, but it's hard not to be. So there you go. You can check out those stories on WDIO. Coming up, we're going to talk about a possible snowstorm headed our way um, coming up next week. Don't be mad at me. I'm just the messenger. In the meantime, 6.15 on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The True Value. Lina on B105. It is The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. 6.23. Good morning, um, I have a feeling some people are going to get mad at me here, but today, partly sunny, a high near 30 and breezy. We all know that there is a winter storm coming our way now. It does change as we get closer. You know, the lake sometimes pushes things away, but here's what the National Weather Service of Duluth is saying. As of yesterday, a storm could drop 12 plus inches of snow across the Northland. Um, they're keeping an eye on things right now. They said a winter storm is expected to track somewhere across the country during the early to middle parts of next week. So like Tuesday to Thursday, a more northern track would bring significant winter impacts to the northern plains. A southern track would limit the impacts across our area. And it's just, you know, still too early to say exactly what's going to happen. But they say keep an eye on the forecast through the weekend to see how the system plays out and if impacts are expected. So, you know, not fantastic, um, but that's just what we're used to. There's also a potential winter storm coming this weekend. Nothing too crazy, relatively minor, some freezing drizzle that's in the forecast. Um, And then the larger system that we're talking about arrives Tuesday and um, some places might see about a foot. And then Chief Meteorologist Justin Lyles at WDIO, he weighed in on it as well. So get all the details right now, B105country.com. That's just a very basic overview. But looks like we're probably going to have a white Christmas based on this forecast. If we get as much snow as they're saying, that snow's not going to go anywhere. So check it out, B105country.com or B105 app.
Keither Bennell. Time now is 6.39 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. We have a brain teaser question. Let's just get right to it because uh, we have a lot to get to. So yesterday's, for some reason, this, I think like 100 people guessed before we got it. It was, what is the most popular type of cookie to leave out for Santa? The answer was chocolate chip. I think today's question is easy, though. It's kind of like one of those well-known things, if you will. Which holiday was Jingle Bell's? originally written for because it didn't start off as a Christmas song. It started off as a song for a different holiday. And that's all I'm going to say. Very easy. I mean, there's only so many holidays. This is Ken's favorite holiday. Not my favorite holiday, but it's not bad. Which holiday was Jingle Bells written for originally, not Christmas? And if you think you know, you can call me up 727-B105 for your Taco John's. Which holiday was Jingle Bells written for? Call me up, 727. Go check out where in the world my Luke Combs Crocs are. Wasn't working yesterday when I tried to find out where they are. Anyways, that is a story for a different time. We have a great teaser question. Pretty easy. Which holiday was Jingle Bells written for? The phones are blowing up, so let's go to the phone. B105, what do you think? I got to go with Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Did you already know that? Yeah, I, I don't know why or where I heard it, but I heard it a while back for some reason. It's just one of those things that is just common knowledge, but I don't know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you're right, so you have Taco John's. Perfect. I'll take it. Who's this? Seth. All right, congratulations, Seth. Can you hang on a second? Yep. All right, there you have it. Jingle Bells was originally written for Thanksgiving. It says here... On the internet, so must be true. Jingle Bells was written um, for a Thanksgiving Sunday school program and published in 1857 under the title One Horse Open Sleigh. So we're just going to go with it. Congratulations. We'll have another holiday-themed brain teaser coming up next week. Same time, same place. So start brushing up on that holiday. Now is 6.51 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Lots to get to, so let's get right to it and talk about Blake Shelton. So yesterday we had a lot of news about him. He's on the cover of People magazine, and he's talking about his life after The Voice because we all know he's leaving after, not this season, but the next season. And um, it wasn't a huge surprise. He's married now. He has stepkids now. And he's just been on the show forever, and then between touring and doing all of that, it's a lot. Well, he just wanted to clear up some things. He says, I'm not going to leave The Voice and not do music. He says that nobody could ever get him away from making music. He says, that's not something I can go without. I can't help it. Um, but he did say he's doing things on his own timeline now. He said that he's not working on a new album. His last one came out last year. He says, I'm really at a crossroads right now. And he also acknowledged, he said, the country music world is changing so fast. He says, there's really good stuff out there. And he also says, these young kids coming up, they're amazing. They're making great music. They're so creative. And he says he's just enjoying watching the musical landscape and putting out a song whenever he feels like it. He also says he's excited to leave the show so he can concentrate more on his records rather than whenever the show has a break, go work on music, kind of rush it in a way, and then on the next break, go on tour. So he says he is just doing everything on his own schedule, but he is going to be making music. It just might not look like... It is traditionally looked, if that makes sense. So you can read more of his interview on B105Country.com. Zach Brown Band, Zach Brown of Zach Brown Band, I should say, is reportedly engaged. Now, People Magazine reported on this. Zach Brown did not make any statement, but several sources say that he is engaged to model stuntwoman and event producer Kelly Yazdi. He got engaged apparently earlier this year on the down low in Hawaii. 
and she likes to remain out of the public eye, so she's very private. Um, but there is a video in July of Zach Brown band singing to Zach Brown, um, and she's in the video. There's a big ring on her finger. And it's his second marriage. He was divorced in 2018. I saw something that was like, well, he moves on fast. I'm like, I think he got divorced like five years ago. So you can learn a little bit more about that on our B105 app. And last but not least, Trace Atkins. He is a television star no more, at least for now. Monarch has been canceled after one season. Susan Sarandon was in it. It was about um, the first family of country music, kind of like the show Nashville. Um, There were a lot of country music cameos. Um, man, so many. Shania Twain. Uh, but the last episode aired Tuesday. It started off strong in the ratings. Five million people watched the first episode and then less and then less watched and got kind of bad reviews. After Ken's review, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. But you can still watch it. Season one. Um, you can read a little bit more about the show. B105country.com. But I thought it was going to like win Emmys. I thought it was going to be so good. So I'm going to watch. I'll report back. But... Yeah, definitely a bummer. Canceled after one season. Get all of the deep. John Party last night lonely. It is 723 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Partly sunny today, breezy, and a high near 30. So it's crazy to think 2022 is almost over. But I came across all of these stories yesterday that was like, what is the most searched for this? And what is the most searched for this? And the most, you know, like celebrities, TV shows, things like that. So I thought I would just go through a few of the categories um, because first and foremost, if you're looking for something to stay inside and watch this weekend, because we are going to be getting some winter weather and next week too, um, the top five Googled TV shows this year, number one was Euphoria, number two, Stranger Things, number three was The Watcher, which I started watching that. I know David Drew watched it as well, but... um. Yeah, after episode three, I'm like, I don't think this is very good. So if anybody finished it, let me know, because maybe it is good. Um, Inventing Anna, number four, um, and then House of the Dragon, number five. So I thought that was interesting. Maybe we'll give you some inspiration on things to watch. And then uh, no surprise here, but the top celebrities that people were Googling, number one, Johnny Depp. Of course, he had that big trial with Amber Heard. Number two, Will Smith, because well, we all know what happened there. Chris Rock came in at number four, so... You know, people were looking him up after the Oscars as well. Amber Heard, number three, and then Julia Fox, number five, who dated Kanye West. And um, so that is probably why she's on there. And then some others, uh, Miles Teller made the cut. Of course, he was in Top Gun Maverick and um, Ashley Judd was number 10. So very interesting list. Jada Pinkett Smith made it on there as well. So just thought that was interesting. You know, it's kind of fun to look back on. Um, Not in every case, but on things like that, because you just remember things from the year that you're like, oh, my goodness, I just totally forgot about that, which is the case for a lot of this because club. And we need to talk about Luke Bryan because he and his wife, Caroline, are just the sweetest. They just celebrated their 16 year anniversary yesterday. And I just feel like they make me believe in love because so many celebrity marriages and country music marriages you know you always hear these terrible things but i love that they just seem kind of normal um he posted a tribute and thanked her for putting up with his craziness he says i loved you since the second i saw you it's remarkable what we've done together there's a picture of him wearing a mullet um she's dressed in like 80s gear and then she also posted a slideshow of the two of them together over the years she said we had zero clue what we were stepping into so i thought that was sweet 
You can see their tributes on our B105 app. And um, Caroline's also recovering from hip surgery that she had right after the CMAs. Um, she said that she had needed it for a long time. Finally found the time to do it. Um, so you can read a little bit about that as well. Speaking of love, Hardy, he, of course, just got married to his longtime girlfriend, Kaylee Ryan. And so many celebrities were there. They were giving congratulations. But one very random person who congratulated them was actually Ozzy Osbourne. In his full metal wardrobe, he posted on Instagram, congratulated the two by name. He said, I heard the wedding was a big party. Have a wonderful life together. And then he also told Hardy, I hear some rock in your songs. Get louder. Like, let's do this. Um, And Hardy was like, I had no idea about the video. He's never met Ozzy Osbourne, but he is a big fan. They have a mutual friend. And that's how the video came to be. So very random pairing. You can watch that tribute to B105Country.com. And if you missed it last night, CMA Country Christmas. Um, You can watch it now on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. It's, you know, country stars singing holiday classics. Maren Morris, Scotty McCreary, Old Dominion, Carly Pierce hosted and performed. And you can also find out, like, who sings what. Um, All of that and more on our B105 app and B105Country.com. Just to get you in the with the movies, it is 812 on The Breakfast Club with Hollywood Hayes, brought to you by Auto Ace Express Lube. You can just pull right up there in Kenwood. You don't even have to get out of your car. And yeah, just an awesome place. Love it there. So thank you, Arrowhead Auto Body. We got to talk about movies because there is just not a lot going on. I don't know. I thought December was a big time for movies. There's just some slim pickings here. I should mention again, Top Gun is back in theaters. At the Lakes 10 Cinema, nowhere else in the Twin Ports that I could find. Um, Hibbing also has it playing, but otherwise, only a few select theaters. I have all those details, b105country.com, but the movie is only in theaters again until um, about December 15th, so next Thursday. So just keep that in mind. No major blockbusters playing here in Duluth, but there are some things you can stream online, so I'll mention those quick. On Disney+, Plus, Night at the Museum. Ka Munra rises again. The plot follows Larry's son, Nick, who is hesitant to follow in his father's footsteps as the night watchman. So that looks kind of cute. Empire of Light is in select theaters, not in Duluth, but streaming to come. There is a few places online you can watch. It's a romance that develops in a beautiful old cinema on the south coast of England in the 1980s, starring Olivia Coleman. Everyone loves her, so... Go to check that out. Will Smith's new movie, Emancipation, is streaming on Apple TV. Um, it's kind of being overshadowed by the whole slap thing, but um, in it he plays a slave who flees a plantation in Louisiana, and um, he has to outwit hunters in the unforgiving swamps of Louisiana on a torturous journey north. So that's getting okay reviews. This movie actually getting really good reviews, and when you hear about it, you'll be kind of surprised about that. Christmas, Bloody Christmas. It's like a scary Christmas movie. A record store owner named Tori just wants to party until a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and makes her night more than a little complicated. So uh, that's in select theaters, not in Duluth, but you can stream that as well on Voodoo. So slim pickings, but definitely a good weekend to watch a movie. Lots of big movies in theaters. We have uh, Wakanda Forever. Things like that. So check it out. Time now, 814. Coming up, Zach Brown Band, Luke Bryan, and more. The wait is over. About 823 on the Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Partly sunny today. A high near 30 and breezy. Speaking of boats, um, I saw this, and it kind of just reminded me of all the reasons I love Minnesota. So Ken found this 
on Marketplace on Facebook, and it was listed three weeks ago in Alexandria for $20,000. Now it's $16,200. Um, but basically, it's a 2000 GeoTracker, and it has been transformed into a fully functional fish house. I don't even know like what I'm looking at here, but it looks really cool. So the seller says it has two heat sources. It keeps you warm. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. There's two seats. You open the door, some very intense wheels on this as well. So you can just, um, I don't know, drive it as four wheel drive with tracks instead of wheels. The tracks were rebuilt last year and the fish house portion of the vehicle is made out of aluminum. Um, It'll go through anything on the lake. Looks like it has good interior. And uh, the truck looks like it was really taken care of. So basically, it's a truck with four-wheel drive tires. um, And then in the back, a little mini fish house and um, two little seats, room to store some stuff, a window. And then it also looks like there's a TV in there, no photo. But um, I've just never seen anything like that. That's pretty handy, honestly. You can just drive right out there. but you really have to just see it to believe it. I don't even know how to describe it because I'm not an expert. So go take a look right now on our free B105 app. Some very odd thing. Oh, is 8.42 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Partly sunny today, a high near 30 and breezy. And, you know, Ken and I, we talk a lot, especially during Lauren's Love Advice, about bad dates we've been on, bad relationships, all of that. But uh, nothing is probably ever going to compare for any of us to this story that a woman now gets to tell whenever she's asked about uh, her, the worst date of her life, probably. So I'm going to keep this vague because these charges are very scary. They're very serious. I don't even want to say them. Um, but a man was arrested during dinner in Seattle on a date for some very serious, disgusting charges. So he was arrested Friday. He's being accused of a few things. The Seattle Police Department announced On social media Wednesday, according to police, in September, detectives began investigating him. And then on Friday, they found him eating at a restaurant with a woman on what appeared to be a first date. He was arrested during the date. That is not good. I would have just up and left. I would have been like, nope, bye. Never talking to you again, blocking you. I don't want to be involved. Um, So they actually share photos of him being arrested. Um, Maybe it's body cam footage. Um, they went into this restaurant. It looks like a really nice restaurant. It's kind of dimly lit. Looks romantic. Not anymore. So uh, they found him. They went. They got him. And um, he was arrested on a $250,000 felony warrant. So I don't think there's going to be another date, as there shouldn't be. Even if he didn't do any of these things, which he obviously did, um, yeah, I just, you can't bounce back from that. So there you go. Some jerk from Seattle. And we'll balance things out with some angel coming up. First, though, Keith Urban Long. The on the Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Bartley sunny and breezy today with a high near 30. And our angel today is from Minnesota. Actually, when I was reading about this, I didn't even know it was from Minnesota. But it makes sense. It checks out. So this happened in Bloomington. And it all has to do with a simple act of kindness. I think we should all... Um, just to get on a soapbox for a second, try to be a little bit nicer this time of the year because I feel like everybody's just crabby. Just have a little bit of patience, and I'm saying that to myself as well. So our angel today, his name is Cody. He was working at a discount tire in Bloomington, and um, there was a customer that had just walked in. She was waiting, and she got a call when she was waiting that her mother had passed away. And Cody heard this, and he sprung into action. He went back to the shop, and he said, we need to get her car 
done as soon as possible. She cannot wait here because it does take a long time, you know, to put tires on and whatnot. He said she is having, you know, her mother passed away. We got to get it out of here. So everybody went to her car in 20 minutes. It was done. And then when Cody went to tell her her car was done, he said, I want to give you a hug. So they hugged. He also offered to go shovel her driveway for her and do anything else that might help her out. She said, no, I just want another hug. And she said that just completely made her feel safe. Obviously, very traumatic day for her. And she said that it was just a miracle that Cody was in the waiting room, that he was the one that was there, went above and beyond. Um, And she did return to the tire shop a few days later. And um, she gave him $100 as a Christmas gift and just said, thank you for everything you did because you show me a lot of compassion during one of the hardest days of my life. So just thought that was a very sweet story. Minnesota nice. Let's all be a little bit nicer. And uh, at least just smile, you know, just smile at somebody. It'll make their day. And I'm saying that to myself.